Hello, and welcome to the This Awesome Life podcast, a collection of stories that point to purpose. I'm Brandon, and I have an awesome life, but that's not special because you do too. In every episode of This Awesome Life, we'll talk to a friend, we'll listen to their story, and we'll hear about the moments in which God has shown up in their life and pointed them forward in their calling. Today, we're talking to my friend, Ryan Frank. Ryan is the CEO of Kids Matter, an organization that resources and empowers kids ministry leaders to lead their people really well. Today, Ryan and I talk about gifts, calling, and finding contentment where you are. So let's dive in, explore some stories, and celebrate this awesome life. Well, hey, and thank you so much for listening to the This Awesome Life podcast. Before we get started with today's conversation, I wanted to take a quick second to tell you about my brand new book, Magic in the Mug. Now, this book is all about how a single cup of coffee can help us discern our purpose and learn a little bit more about who God has called each of us to be. I can't wait to share this book with the world. It is launching later this fall. I'd love for you to be one of the first to know all the details about Magic in the Mug. Head over to magicinthemug.com. That's where you're gonna find all the information you need and I really hope to see you there. Well, hey everyone, once again, I am here with Ryan Frank. Uh, Ryan, man, you do a lot of cool stuff, like a lot of things. I'd love to hear a little bit about you. Why don't you introduce yourself? to our friends here on the podcast. Yeah, well, Brandon, thanks for having me on the podcast. I'm excited about the podcast. I'm excited about your blog and everything that you're doing and the stories that you're telling. Um, My wife, Beth, and I have three daughters, an 18-year-old named Lucy, a 12-year-old London, and a nine-year-old Lily. So got a house full of girls. We did just recently get a puppy that's a boy. So I am not alone anymore. Oh, nice. Brandon in my home. <laughs> Forever good. I was outnumbered. Even our dog was a girl. She died last year and now we have a boy puppy. So there you go. Yeah. We, I um, love pastors and ministry leaders. I was on staff at a church for 15 years and currently um, lead an organization called Kids Matter which serves the church market, especially, um, specifically people that are working with kids and families in the church. And then uh, my wife and I have some businesses that we own and operate as well. Car wash, a drive through convenience store, a um, bunch of apartment complexes, and an insurance agency that yeah. specializes in um, personal insurance, home auto, and some commercial insurance. Nice. So yeah, our, our life is fun. Every day is a challenge, but it's also, also creates exciting opportunities. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm a big fan of kids matter. Like, uh, it's really been a, a blessing to me. I love the conference, love the resources that you guys provide. So yeah, well, thanks thank for doing that. That's where we met yeah. at the, the kids matter conference. Yeah. Yeah. It's been awesome. This past so, fall. Thanks for being yeah. there and the team. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be back. We're going to be there this fall as well. So we're really looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. awesome. So um, yeah, what we talk about here is just purpose. Like how do we find our purpose? And and I found that a lot of our purpose is discerned just through digging through stories and things like that. So I'd love to hear a story from your life that has kind of helped you move towards who you feel like God's called you to be. Yeah. You know, I, and I love it because stories are so powerful. Jesus, Jesus taught with stories. Um, and, you know, we, we're all kids are kids 
are fascinated by stories, but adults are fascinated by stories. Yeah. So I love what you're doing, Brandon, by sharing these stories. Um, you know, when I was a young children's pastor, I, um, you know, had thought, well, actually in high school, I felt called to vocational ministry and thought that I'll just be a pastor one day. And yeah. through a series of events, um, the Lord had me leading children's ministry at my church and I loved it. And, you know, at first to be very transparent, it was a, it was a my foot in the door so right the church needed a children's ministry director um i thought hey i can do this i'll jump in and help it it'll be a staff job at the church i grew up in which was a you know a dream job to me at the time as as a kid and so i started serving a children's ministry and then slowly began to really enjoy it and um you know be began to think, you know, this is perhaps what God has called me to do. Yeah. But then, you know, something happened to me that happens to all of us. And that is, you know, the enemy will get us to doubt our calling and yeah. we'll get us to, to think, is this really what he's called you to do? So I, I was back with the kids every week, but then I had people come up to me at church and ask questions like, you know, when are you going to be the youth pastor somewhere? Because, you know, with a lot of these people, it was children's pastor. And then the next step up was you become a youth pastor. Right. And then the next step up is you get a pastor of your own church, right? So when are you, you've been doing this for a couple of years. When are you going to be a youth pastor? Or people would ask me, why doesn't the pastor let you preach more? You know, why are you always back with the kids and everybody else gets to preach in big church and you you never get to preach in big church. And mm. so the Lord or the enemy, not the Lord, but the enemy really began to use those in my life as a young person to really question my calling. And I started thinking, um, you know, are, is, is there a bigger, better ministry for me? Right. Else? Or are people looking down on me because I'm down here with the kids every Sunday? Right. And it was about six months later that I found myself at a children's ministry conference, much like the Kids Matter conference, yeah. sitting in a breakout. And uh, the, the breakout session, Brandon, was about um, 10. Uh, what was it on? It was on growing your interpersonal skills. Now, all of a sudden, the name of the breakout slipping me, but something like 10. Um, ways to win with people or something. And it was all okay. about growing your interpersonal skills. But I did not get any of that out of the breakout. Instead, God used that hour to really confirm in my heart that you're called to children's ministry. And I remember sitting in that breakout. It had nothing to do with your calling. It had right. to do with how to get along with people and build rapport with people. And I wrote in that notebook that until my gifts change, or until my calling changes, or until I die, I'm going to be in children's ministry. Now, that's so good. Can your, can your gifts change? Yeah, God, God grows us. And a lot of times, you know, I have gifts today that I didn't have as a 20 year old kid. Can your calling change? Sure. God often will change our calling. Can we die? Of course, we can die. But I wrote down on my notebook that day in that session that until my gifts change or until my calling changes or until I die, I'm 
committed to children's ministry. This is what God has called me to do. And I left that breakout room. I left that conference in Cincinnati, Ohio, with my chin up and with a renewed commitment that God, this is what you called me to do. Yeah. I believe that there is not a more important work in the world than children's ministry. I don't care if people look down on me. I don't care if other people think that I'm missing out on something bigger or better, because I know that this is what you've called me to, and this is what you've wired me to. So I would encourage all of you who are listening to the podcast, you know, if there's anything that the enemy would, I, I believe one of the greatest tools that the enemy uses in our lives is discouragement. And if he can get you discouraged, and if he can get you discouraged thinking, well, I don't have what it takes. If he can get you discouraged thinking, well, this isn't really what I thought I was going to be doing. If he can get you discouraged thinking I'm not qualified, get you discouraged thinking I, I don't feel like I'm a part, like other people are part. He's got you exactly where he wants you. So lean in. Remember the calling that God has placed on your life. Look at how he has gifted you and wired you and walk confidently in that calling. Wow. That's so good. I love those like things. You know, it's so fun to to go to a breakout thinking you're going to get one thing and you end up getting something completely different. And it's like our people skills very valuable. Yes, they are. But is your calling and who you are probably the, the message that you absolutely needed that's amazing. It, it is. Um, there's a couple of things that come to mind that, that um, you know, I, I think a lot of our story, we have a lot of similar bits to our own story. Like my first job in ministry was at the church I grew up in as well. And I, was it, it was yeah. like, it was such a dream job. Like all of a sudden you're like, I feel like I've arrived and really like, that's a, that's its own, own whole thing. Right. Yeah. But yes. you know, um, how did, how long you said you were, were you there for 15 years? Was that the one you were at for? I was, I was longer? Yeah. yeah. Still, still go to church there. My father-in-law right. was pastor there for 40 years, okay. but yeah, I was on, I was on yeah. page staff for 15 years. Oh, yeah. wow. Did you find that it's hard? Like, cause this is for me, I experienced a little bit of this where it's hard to, to grow up where you grew up. Right. Like, did you, did you deal with any of that? Yeah. You know what it is. Um, you know, it comes, there are a lot of pluses and there are a lot of negatives. Yeah. Pluses are, you know, you, you know, the people and they know you very well. So that, you know, gets you, you have a lot of relational equity with people and a lot of users. Um, but yeah, you know what you also, the flip side of the coin is that, you know, the, to a lot of people, you're the the kid that grew up in the church and right. uh, so you've got, a, you've got a little bit extra work to do, but sure, there definitely is a lot of upside. And that's yeah. neat. I didn't know that that was part of your story as well, Brandon. Yep, a little bit. Um, and so then as well, like you, you go to this breakout, right? You get this calling confirmed in your heart yeah. and you, you're hoping to go back and all those questions about your next steps and all that stuff. You want them to stop, right? But, but I'm sure they didn't. Do you still get those? Did you still get those questions? And how do you navigate that? As people are still asking you, why don't you get to preach? When are you going to be yes. a real pastor? That kind of stuff. Hundred percent. And I would be a liar to say that I never struggled with it anymore. Right. Right. I think every uh, youth pastor, children's pastor, assistant pastor struggles with what if what if I was in charge? What if I was making the calls? What if I was up front more? What if I, you know, was in the spotlight more? 
and yeah, the question still came and, you know, the enemy still would still try to get me discouraged. Um, but you just have to, that's one reason why I mean, for me, I kept that notebook. I still have it to this day. I'll go back that's to awesome. it, get it sometimes. Um, you just have to go back to this is what God has called me to. And I, you know, I do not get my um, confidence from the opinions of people mm. or what they think about me. And um, I, I get my confidence from the calling that God has placed on my life. And that's where not only does my confidence come from, but that's where my satisfaction comes from. And so you just have to choose every day that, you know, I'm going to walk in my calling and God will give you the strength and he'll also give you the joy. That's really good. And so the last thing that really has kind of stuck out to me is you wrote in that notebook until my gifts change or my calling changes, this mm -hmm. is where I'm at. Yeah. I think it's, it's easier to see when your gifts change, right? That's something that is very like noticeable. There's, there's yeah. like a practical application to that. How do you yeah. know when your calling changes or how do you sense that? How do you confirm that? Cause it feels a little fuzzier, right? Yeah, it can feel fuzzy. And you know, there's no, you'll, you know, you just, I think you'll just feel it. You'll know it. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, it's not really, I wish there was a blueprint where, you know, if you could check off a, B and C, then, right. you, know, you know, the Bible talks a lot about that peace that God gives you in your heart. Um, yeah. The safety and a multitude of counselors and people that you can rely on and trust that you can talk through and will kind of give some confirmation, your spouse, your husband, your wife, the people that are closest to you. They'll sense that as well. Yeah. Um, a lot of times you, sometimes you never a hundred percent you know, should I, should I switch churches? Should I switch roles? I don't know that you'll ever be a hundred percent. Yep. I 100% dogmatically know this is what I need to do. Right. But you just kind of go with your gut. Now, the important thing is that your walk with the Lord is what it needs to be. Right. And that, you know, you're not making these major life calling decisions when you're not walking with the Lord or there's unconfessed sin in your life and you're out of connect, you're not in tune with the Holy spirit in your life. But if you mm -hmm. are doing your best to walk with the Lord, you're doing your best to, you know, to humbly walk with him, stay in his word, stay in prayer, be led of the spirit of God. Um, I think you'll, you'll just know. And at some point you just got to take that step and, you know, like the children of Israel, when they were crossing that Red Sea, you know, that 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 water didn't part until those priests took that first step. And when they right. took that first step, the waters parted. So you got to just kind of take that first step and then God will send you the confirmations. That's so good. That's awesome. And if well, you hey, mess I, up, if you mess up, yeah. bring, sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. You know, God will give you the grace and the help to figure it yeah. out, and get you where where you need to be. Absolutely. I, there, I heard a quote not too long ago. It was really good. It's, it, it really only applies if you're in wise counsel, right? And that's one of the things you said, like seeking the wise yes. counsel in your life and stuff um, was yeah. a counselor who said to it, like counseled a friend and was like, Hey, if you're wrong, we'll be wrong together. And so it was very that's much exactly like, right. yeah, we're yeah. going to do this together. Do that, you know, like make sure you have the right community, the right people in your life and then go forward. That's all we can do. Right. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, 
That's so good. Well, hey, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Appreciate the wisdom. Uh, a lot of good things to share. Anything else that you'd say kind yeah. of as a one more piece of wisdom? Uh, yeah, Brandon, you know, I love what you just said. Um, you know, you need people in your life, whether you are a stay at home mom, whether you're a ministry leader, a school teacher, whether you're a manager at Hobby Lobby, whatever it is that you do, refuse to do it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, surround yourself with people that are going to help you uh, dream big and they're going to help you believe God for big things and are going to help you grow spiritually and grow to be a better mom, dad, grandma, grandpa. Um, when, when, we, when we get alone and we start trying to go through life by ourselves, we're going to be in trouble. So um, surround yourself with good people. That'll be one of the best decisions you can make. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Ryan. I appreciate you being here, man. Brandon, thanks for having me. Keep up the great work. Appreciate it. There's so much wisdom in what Ryan shared today. I love the encouragement he shared about community. Ryan said, whatever you're doing, refuse to do it alone. I 100% agree with this. And I encourage you to find people who will help you get better, who will help you grow, who believe in you and your calling and will be there for you when you're going through difficult times. You've got to have people in your life that are like that. You've got to have people that are going to show up when, when things are hard. You've got to have people that are going to show up when things are going well and help you continue to, to move forward. You've got to have people in your life that are willing to call out things that they see that aren't in line with who you're supposed to be. There's so many times in my own life where I have blind spots that I don't see some things that I might be struggling with or questioning my own calling. And I've got people in my life that will tell me, hey, you're right where God wants you to be. And it's hard to, it's hard to see that sometimes. It's hard to understand that from time to time. But when, when you're surrounded with wise counsel, like Ryan said earlier, you're going to know what the right thing to do is. You're going to be able to grow. You're going to be able to continue to move forward. So let me ask you this. Where are you on your journey right now with your calling? Are you are you content in that calling or are you struggling with it a little bit? Are you content because or are you struggling with it because you don't have those people that are that are pointing to what's true? They're that they're not you don't have the people in your life that are telling you like this is where you need to be or are you not content because you're not doing what you're what you should be doing? You're not living out that calling. You need people in your life that can say, "Hey, this is not a good fit for you. You need to really pursue who Jesus is uh, is calling you to be or who God's made you to be. Do you have people in your life that are pushing you forward toward your calling and toward Jesus? Remember, whatever you're doing, refuse to do it alone. Get help from those people. Find others who are willing to lift you up, who are willing to help you pursue your calling. That's what you need in your life. Real solid, good community. Because the questions are going to come. If you're in, in ministry, you're, the questions are going to come. When are you going to take that next step? When are you going to be a real pastor? Like as, a, as somebody who's done youth ministry for a long time, it, it doesn't stop just because your calling is confirmed. And you have to be ready. You have to be able to, to reconcile that in your own heart and say, no, this is what God's called me to, and I'm going to continue to do it. And the same same thing, no matter what you're doing, whether you're in ministry or whether you're not, whether you're, like you said, a stay-at-home mom, a school teacher, manager of Hobby Lobby, whatever you're doing, if that is your calling, and be, con- be content in that, be confident in that. Know that God's got you there for a reason. Know that he's called you to do something incredible for his kingdom and, and live your best life right there. Because your life is awesome. All you have to do is dig through your stories and it will point to the fact that God has been there all along showing you exactly who he's created you to be 
and empowering you with the next step that you need to take forward. I hope this has been encouraging today. Thanks so much for listening to This Awesome Life. Here we're just a collection of stories that point to purpose. To stay connected with This Awesome Life, check out the show notes. That's where you'll find the This Awesome Life blog and newsletter. And you can also find my social media links if you'd like to connect with me there. I'd love to get connected with you. If you want to get connected with Ryan, his uh, website and, and links are in the show notes as well. And I'm sure that he'd love to connect with you. If you love This Awesome Life and you love listening to the show, I'd love for you to take a minute to leave us a review. Don't forget to like and follow um, our podcast so that you never miss an episode. And once again, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on This Awesome Life. Thank you.